back ahead, Danny Briere. Briere sets up Carl, side of the net, deflected, score! This is the Liberty L episode 17. I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. What's up? And it's been a wild week. Back and forth kind of week. I feel like it's been like two different kind of weeks. Like we were so happy when we first left like when I we know. first got rid of yeah. the last episode and now we're on to the next and it's just a completely different feel. It feels like it's been 3 weeks I know. since our That's last wrong. episode. Because if you listen to our last episode, we were excited. For all the wrong, we reasons. were ready. We were ready to grow the, the the playoff beards out. We were ready to get the white twat towels flying. Like we were ready, but you know what makes me so mad? Uh-huh. Right, I gotta get this off my chest real quick. <laughs> is that I'm done predicting games. I'm yeah, done I'm predicting done. breakout players because listen to this. I predicted we would win every game except for the Devils one, and it's the only game we won. And who 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 was my uh, breakout player last week? Do you remember? No. Travis Sanheim. I said no one was talking about him. He had a sh- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He had the worst we ever. I, I, I'm just the touch of death. I'm the anti-bump. <laughs> so I, I'm going to reverse psychology this team into being good. You have the, the Jack Fritz of, of high hopes and baseball. Whatever Jack Fritz said this year might be completely wrong. Like, Pavetta, wrong. You, Sanheim, dude, he, he – what the fuck's up with Sanheim? Like, that was bad. It looks like – like, remember Provrov falling? Yeah, Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, that's what it looked like. But three games in a row. It, the The Devils game, I can blame that on bad ice because their ice sucks. Like everybody was falling that game. Like I saw so many Flyers and Devils fall. Everything about Newark sucks. <laughs> True. Like, just watching a game in there. There was multiple times where I texted you. That was a good game. Like yeah, it was a yeah it was, it went over time. Yeah, it was a good game. Out. It was a good game, but it still bored me. Because I just I, I don't like games in New Jersey. It's just something about them. Did you see their crowd? Their their crowd that's that supposedly crowned them the Stanley Cup champions didn't even show up. Like the crowd was empty. But that's, after Taylor Hall complained about that said crowd because he got booed off the ice, dude. They're the worst team in the league, aren't they? Uh, Ottawa, I think, is right below. Them, but they're the worst <laughs> team in the Metro, and that feels Good. phenomenal. Your tweet, oh. yeah, yeah, the evil Great. laugh, of course. Great, dude. I saw a bunch of replies to that. Taylor Hall, first off, get it out of your heads now. If he doesn't resign with the Devils, he ain't coming here. Yeah. If he can't handle Devils fans, imagine yeah. when he turns it over and fills. He'll go to a a West Coast team that they're like where their fan like he'll he'll pull a, a Manny Machado. He'll go where like fans don't really give a shit. It's nice to live. It's a beautiful weather. Like he'll go. He'll, where will where will he go? Where. Where's a good destination a for him? spot. Yeah, yeah. anywhere. Like Carolina, Arizona. Oh, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida. I mean, oh, it. yeah, there you go. LA. Florida. You can, go to, you can go to any. I like L.A., though. Like they're, I like their hockey team, but. Oh, yeah, I like it. We should get into the, just to recap, the Islander law. Yeah. We, we have to. So, did we both predict a win here? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I predicted. A, oh, another thing. I predicted heart rebound game. Yeah. He was rough in that game. Yeah, he was. he wasn't the best, man. He, uh, I don't think he looked, I, I mean, he looked better from Friday than he did, obviously, before, especially that Maple Leafs game. But, uh, I think both the goalies right now, like, Elliot looked okay. Like, he, he was good enough to win that game, obviously. I mean, that shootout wasn't, we'll, we'll get into it, but. Elliot has been far from the problem. Far from the problem. It's been more defense, I think, team defense and individual, obviously, with Sanheim. But before we move on to 
last night and other things, AV comments. We have to talk about that Islander lost. Islander lost. That they were they weren't in that game, but then they finally made a late push. Like typical, like that was the Flyers from that we've known since with Hackstall. Like look really shitty in the first two periods on the road. On the road. In a game where like you should probably look good against the like and I, we said it we were we said any team that has Barry Trotz as their coach is going to be a good structured team oh, so come out don't sleep play. on yeah. the Islanders and that's exactly what they did they slept on the Islanders and they came out and got their asses whooped. Um, I don't, I don't think it's anything to I, the Pittsburgh log was obviously worse than the Islanders. That loss. was bad. That had a lot of people on Twitter, uh, freaking out. And listen, I get it. I'm not here to police fans. And tell fans how they feel, but I really don't want to hear it's the same old Flyers because it's just not. Like the the games that they have lost, they don't look like the same old Flyers. Like there, there are games that they should have won. There are probably three games that they lost that they deserve to lose. Like actually, like full on got outplayed deservedly. I'd say the Calgary game. Yeah. Um. What else? Obviously I mean, the Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh, of course, yeah, and probably the Islanders game. Were those three? Yeah, I, I would agree. I. They deserve they quote I'm I'm throwing the quotation hands up. They deserve to win. I thought that they deserved to win last night, but how do you not score in a four on three in overtime like that? Not score. Like I said that while I was watching. If you don't score here, you don't deserve the you don't deserve the win. And at, like leading up to that, I thought they deserved to win, but after that, you don't deserve the win. In my opinion, like would I have been upset? If the Maple Leafs came back and potted one after that four and three, yeah, would I have been like that upset? No, they they deserved it. Like if you can't score on a four and three with all that ice, then you don't deserve the win. Like you just Say don't. What? I'd be less upset if they won after killing that penalty and scoring a goal than the way we actually lost. I know. I thought TK we'll was gonna that, bury yeah. that dude, but yeah, we'll get into that for sure. I don't want to dwell on the Pittsburgh and the Islanders loss too much. Uh, it's Carter Hart was rough, and we're allowed to say that. It's different. Talking about the Pittsburgh locks right now as if on a Sunday and then we do the pod. You know what I mean? If if that game was on if that game was on Sunday and they got embarrassed like that and then we hopped on the pod, it did this would be a completely different pod. TYL seventeen would be <laughs> a rant kind of pod, us just screaming. it's obviously it's different after we win Friday night and then we had that close game last night. But yeah, the Pittsburgh game, they just got outworked. They they looked really bad. Like, really bad. Yeah, I know. It was a complete domination. I, I said to you, I waited all night for that hockey game just for it to be over in eight minutes. Yeah. And, like, over, by over in eight minutes, I mean mentally, like, in my head, like, I just I don't want to yeah. watch this game anymore. Like, no, the, absolutely the hype not. is gone. Um, I, I want to say that, like, to get back on what I was saying about the fans freaking out, saying it's the same old Flyers team, and... I completely like you're allowed to think that way because it has been the same old team for the last couple of years. Yeah. But I'm not gonna panic, I don't think, until A B panics. Yeah. He still seems calm. Like even after last night's loss, what's really telling to me is after the win against New Jersey, he said that that was a rough game, but they found a way to win it. I like that he acknowledged that they played a rough game. Like it was a bad game, still had things to work out. Yeah. And I, but I also love a game against the Leafs where they should have won, played much better than they did in the Devils game, yeah. but lost. He acknowledged that they played better, just didn't get the result yeah. that they wanted. You like a coach that's honest like that. Like and his you, quotes about Sanheim. We talked about I that. love that. If you want to pull that quote up while I go on this tangent, I uh, I really like an honest coach who comes out and just tells you how it is. Well, would you rather have a coach that just blows smoke up your ass? No. 
Like I, it's, I don't understand how people complain. Like after a loss that we like the the Calgary game. Yeah, we lost, but it was a good game. Like we didn't play that bad. And he he came out and basically said like I don't think that was that bad of a game. Like we didn't get the outcome that we wanted, but I think we're on the right track. People freak the fuck out. They're, oh, here we go, blah blah blah. And he was kind of right. I and mean, we won. Like, like we we've been winning. I mean, we won Friday. Like hockey's weird because no matter what team you're versing, what day, like any team can win it any day. And the Devils, even though they're a bottom feeder right now, <laughs> which is what they are. Those are the teams that scare me because those are exactly, the teams, especially in their building. Yeah, listen, they have two wins all year. It's still it's still Taylor Hall, Jack Hughes, PK. Like they still have anything, players on their me team. More scared of them because like. Yeah. Like, their coach's the job is on the line. Yeah. They have two wins. Their fans are calling them out. They're at home. That felt like a game to me where New Jersey was finally going to let their frustrations out and win a game. But Luckily, we won it. But Guess what? If that was if this was really the old Flyers, like everyone thinks it is, we would have lost. We would have lost right after that Taylor Hall goal. Yeah, we would have. We would have dropped our sticks and stopped playing after that. Like that's just what we were the last, and we didn't. We, like I said, it wasn't the cleanest game of all time, but we came out with a win, and that's what good teams do. Like two points right now matters more in the long run, and we got the two points. We got a point last night, and we kept up with the Maple Leafs, even though the Maple Leafs looked like shit last night. I don't think they looked good at all, but you could probably agree. Yeah, they, they, Maybe they not shit. Matthews was like non-existent. Yeah, they didn't look good at all, but. Still, they have guys like Matthews. They have guys like Nylander, yeah, any moment they Marner. Put it in the net. Exactly, especially three on three. That's so the, what really scares. Exactly. Me. So the fact that we kept not kept up with them because we can play, but the fact that it wasn't a blowout after a back to back, like uh, classic Flyers is getting blown out after a back to back or not showing up after a back to back. The fact that we, we we kept with them, played overtime, and then eleven round shootout. Like I'm not upset. Like I'm not gonna get on here and start screaming about the Flyers. Oh, they lost in a shoot. Like the shootout shouldn't even be a fucking thing. Like, still comp- like we've been saying that for like we'll, we we will say that if we win a shootout like we did in New Jersey. I was just going to say I was going to come on this podcast because I remember when I said that. Yeah. I was gonna come on this podcast after that Devils win and say, Yeah, Flyers won in a shootout, but it still sucks. Yeah. But unfortunately they lost the next night before I could hop on the mic. So I still look salty, which I am. <laughs> but shootouts still suck. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't even want to watch it. I, there were times I, I just started leaving the room because the Flyers looked like they just weren't trying, dude. Like they were just predictable on their shots. What, why is Voracek shooting? Uh, yeah, like they have. It was the notion. same. Sh- it's the same shot he does every fucking time. He comes in and shoots it before he even gets to the goalie. Just at the pads. Just down low at the pads. Like I feel like he never tried. Like, it's the same shot. Just he doesn't even put it to the backhand. He just shoots it like it's a regular fucking play. Like why is J- Devin was screaming it? Shout out to Devin Harrison. He was screaming. He was like, "Why is Vortrek out there before JVR and TK?" Like maybe AV was maybe AV knew. Like you can't predict it's gonna go eleven rounds. So there's no excuse. Why does TK? Why is TK? Why did he shoot eighth? I don't know. Why did it take till eighth? The dude has the most goals in the team. Goss Why is he shooting eighth? Him. It's nuts. I don't that, know. Goss despair went before him. Who who does that? Is it AV? Is it? I don't. I don't know. know. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna complain about it. I mean, I am kind of complaining about it. I would just want some like answers, maybe someone's opinion on why they thought Ghost went before TK. I was screaming about it. A lot of people were saying Chris Stewart might shoot Friday because he didn't play yesterday. He played Friday. Dude, put anyone in there. Because really he's really care. good. He's yeah. really good, apparently. Put, put anyone in there. Just give me, Besides just, just give me Giroux 
and I don't care who like the rest is in there. We, I don't know. They all suck. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what episode it was, but we went through our order before. Like our first four guys, I'm pretty sure we went through. Mine would be fair. Be Drew TK. Yeah, it's so, dirty, dude. Cooch, you're fourth. <laughs> there you go. If it lasts that long, yeah. then like JVR, you're fifth. Like Vorchek shouldn't sh- shouldn't see the ice and you the put shootout. your goal scorers out. Then. Yeah, he's not no, a goal no scorer. In there. Yes, he scores goals from here, but he's not a pure goal scorer. I mean, we don't really have a pure goal scorer right now. Yeah, he's but not like, a one-on-one with the goalie. No, like we know who Jake Vorchek is. Yeah. Like, no, and no, he's like, not he's, a shoots low. Yeah, we're not we shitting on Jake because Jake. Is third on the team in scoring and in, in, in total points, so we're not shitting on Jake. I'm just saying he should not be a shootout guy. Like he's just not. He sh- okay, yeah, he can shoot in a shootout, just not. Th- when he go third? Well, it was early. Yeah, it was, it was early. early. I don't know if it, it was, was third. Def- yeah, I think it was third. I think it was. Was third. it third? Yeah, I think it was third. No, I'm no, I'm sorry. There's there's no world that we live in that Jake Voracek is going third and on my hockey team shooting for a shootout. I'm sorry, no. I don't got, care. He got demoted. Let's talk about that a little he bit. He did. He's playing on the, the third, third line. line yeah. Fairby the first. This is something I've clamored for. Fairby for was so the best player long. on the ice against Toronto. I, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, the, well, he had the most. He was awesome. High quality he was scored twice. Shots. Like, he's all awesome. makes yeah. the little plays off the boards. I fucking love Fairby. I've been dude. saying this. Fairby on that first line is a must, and I've and I'll tell you why right now. For a player like Giroux, I think if you put him with. Voracek and JVR, you see how shitty they looked. Yeah, there's just no like that spark there. Gets hemmed. If you in, put dude. a kid there who is fighting for his everyday NHL life, who has all the talent in the world, who this isn't Michael Raffle, all right? Like th- th- this, this is a f- actual first liner that he's Drew looked awesome. Play with. Raffle though, he's looked awesome this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, like this isn't yeah. this isn't the guys we've we've shoved up there in the past. Like this isn't Jason Ackerson. This isn't Michael Raffle. Like this is a kid who could be on the first line for this team for the next 10 years after Giroux retires. So this is fun right here, what we got going on. That's I think it's awesome. going to rejuvenate Giroux. It, like, it gives Giroux a guy who is, helps more out on defense with the back check, more defensively responsible, because we know Voracek and JVR are not that. It also gives him a guy who... They they can be, but consistently, but yeah, I agree. It's also a guy who I think can match his level of quick high IQ play and I know Voracek can but he just turns it over too much you know what I he, mean yeah he does Voracek, turn it over a lot. I, if you notice about Voracek he keeps up mentally like he he's thinking the right things he just doesn't do it like it's you know what I mean no I know it's what you like mean. when it's him and when him and G are out there and you see them do their thing you're like okay that this is the backbone of this team yeah. and then he turns it over softly and, but it's like it looks so easily fixable but he doesn't do it. It's 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 a weird thing with that line because when that line is in the ozone and they're working, it's fun. Like they're a good, a good team, a, a good team, a good line when they're starting out in the ozone. But once they lose possession of that puck after they got done cycling in the ozone, bro, like they get hemmed in the D zone. And they love putting out the Gosses bear pair with, with that them, line. with them, and it's just hemmed a collective, in. just getting hemmed. I feel like I've been saying it for the past. Like since the season started, I've been since, since that, line's that line's been a thing. Together, yeah. And Friday night, I was watching the game with my dad, and I was like, "Dad, every time that this Drew line is out, watch." I was like, "They will get hemmed in." And they were in the ozone. My dad was like, "Hey, like sarcastic, he was like, hey, hey, they're not getting hemmed in." The Drew lost the puck, and the Devils almost scored. It was frantic, like, "Oh, Flyers can't get it out of the zone." Like, oh, and I'm like, "Here it goes again!" Like getting hemmed the fuck in. Like when it's it, it's so weird because. 
everybody knows that line gets hemmed in, even probably AV. But like, what are you gonna do with that line? And that and he finally changed it. I told I've been saying today, that that's the uh, one change you could have made to it was, was move fair. Yeah, I agree, it. and he did it, and it was the right move because they didn't get hemmed in when Verby was up there, up on that line like they did when Jake was there. I'm not saying Jake was the problem. I'm just saying splitting that up without touching Couturier, Konechny, and Limblom because that line's ridiculous. We'll get into that line. You have a couple stats. But, no, that's awesome. Like, putting Faraby up with JVR and Jake. JVR and Jake. JVR and G. Well, hopefully, like you said, re, like get Drew back into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, gives him that he looked star. awesome. That power play goal last night was fucking Beautiful. incredible. Fair, like, cause Farabee's just gonna bring that that youthful exuberance, you know. He's yeah. just gonna bring that spark. Like it's his first year in the NHL. He's like he's he's just living his life right now, you know. Awesome. And I think that's going to, like, I know it's gonna make Giroux play that much harder because you know he wants to get the kid a goal. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's soon gonna turn into this kid's giving me goals, and that's gonna be. And the same thing goes for I think Hayes and Voracek. Whereas if you put all JVR, G, and Jake together, it's just Three offensive-minded guys, no defense. And like I said, how you put Ferry up there, it influxes some defense into that. Same goes with moving Voracek with Hayes. Because you know Hayes. Like, Hayes is he's a play driver. He's a 200-foot guy. And uh, I think he can bail out some Voracek turnovers. Because, like, let's be honest. who If, if Voracek turns it over with that old first line, yeah. who's bailing him out? It no. ain't Ghost. It ain't Hague. Uh, not, it's not Hart with the way he was playing. No, but, I agree. That's a great point. That's, that's actually a really good point because – with Voracek on the third line now, if, if he turns it over, Hayes is more likely to... Raffle, too. Hayes and Raffle, but I'm specifically saying Hayes because he's the center. Hayes is more likely to bail him out because right now, as much as people probably don't want to admit it, Hayes is a better two-way guy right now than Drew is at center. Drew's not a center anymore. Like, I don't think Drew yeah, I th- can... Yeah. I think, Drew, I think they would be the first one to admit that to you, just the way everything's yeah, set out right now. They it, have to. Yeah, they have to. Drew is a winger right now. He... Is not a center. Hayes is a better two-way center than Giroux is. Giroux's still Giroux, and Giroux's still doing what he can do. He's fucking awesome. But he's a winger, and I don't think he should... Like, he has to be in playing center right now. But, yeah, Hayes can help bail Voracek out. And then while he's doing that, Farabee... Not saying Farabee's going to bail him out and be this big, heroic 19-year-old rookie, but he plays... Like a, like, like a dog, dude. He's just everywhere. As long as he, he's on the ice, he's in, he's forechecking, battling defensive zone. And that gives G some time to cre- create. And, yeah, that line definitely looks a lot better than it previously was because I was getting fed the fuck up with that board check. Me too. I'm glad they made a JVR change. Line, man. Um, I'm just going to say this. And I said it going in. I remember... One of our first podcasts, I said, if they start slow. I said, I, I even expect them to start slow. Yeah. And this is by no means a slow start, the way they've started. I mean, it's not the best. It's I'll, not I'll tell no. you that. But it's, it's not the worst either. Yeah, we've had we could, worse. Like, like, like you said the other day, you were like, I know we shit on the Flyers and we joke around sometimes, but like, imagine being a Devils fan right Yeah, now. and we've like, been. Like, we, the, we've the, been the there. The way the Devils have been, like, we've been there. Two, yeah. five, and four. Dude, how many times, like, when was the one year we started 1-7 and... On seven and one, and then we want made the playoffs somehow thirteen fourteen. Uh, I was looking up some. It's all about the month of November, with us. November's huge. It's all about November because I noticed all of our October's, even this one, have been about just five hundred. 
Get by. Yeah, just, just get weathering by. the storm yeah. kind of thing. And then yeah. November, they always collapse. So this will really tell you. The schedule upcoming is hard. But what I wanted to say to finish that up was no matter how this team played through 13 games, that's what, that's what it is, right? 13, 6, 5, and 2. Yep. I don't think you could even pass a single judgment on them. Like, I mean, you can pass ju- uh, judgment on certain players. Like, like obviously, Voracek turning the puck over. That's not going to just magically yeah. go away. Like, it, Voracek is Voracek. But when your number one goaltender is 21, when arguably your best goal scorers are 23, how yeah, around there. Tw- like Oscar is 23, 20s, yeah. Early 20. Your number one defenseman is 23. Yeah. It, it takes time. It's infusion of coach. T- yeah. It takes time. Especially with you. They could have started like extremely good through these 13 games if they could have had nine wins but i i obviously we'd be on this podcast hyping them up till the end of the day but to be realistic we see so many teams start hot the sabers they went on that 10 game win streak young team 10 game win streak beginning of last year didn't make the playoffs it's about consistency man i'm also tired of hearing people say like the Devils fans are like, yeah, well the the Blues they were last place and what now like that that's become like a, a chip now. Yeah. Like you, I mean, like, like I mean, everyone wants to be like it, it, it no longer yeah. hurts to be the last place team just because the last place team won the cup. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't you happen think, every you year. You think boss. the Blues last year were like, oh, might have a better chance to win the cup because we're last place. No. no, it was hard, and they had the best roster, one of the best rosters of hockey. Like while they were playing like shit, they were just underperforming. Yeah. yeah, and trust me, the Devils and that's what a, aren't like, as good as AHL the Blues. Call up. With an absurdly good goaltender, will do for you. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just a, like good luck, Devils. Yeah, go get yeah. your Bennington. Go get your yeah. Ryan O'Reilly. Good luck. Yeah, I mean they just traded for a goalie uh, from Tampa. Their their AHL guy. I don't even know his name. They just oh, traded geez. for him. Yeah, but Blackwood uh, getting um what? Coots getting Forsberg by Coots. <laughs> yeah, yeah with one bro. hand. He's hurt. He's like, I can't compete. You see the tweet I sent out? I can't fucking compete. That was Blackwood, dude. That was a dirty move. Beautiful. Dirty girl. move. I couldn't believe it. And Carter Hart was like, yeah, he's done that a couple of times to me in practice. I'm glad he did it to somebody else. I was like, how could you not love Carter Hart? <laughs> I need to see him score that like in a game now so bad. Like a breakaway? Yeah, yeah or something. So Just dirty, like, dude. Yeah, so bad. So we called up Myers, Rubustov, and Turinsky, and then we sent down Vorobiev, and then Morin's on a conditioning stint. Just to talk about that real fast before we get into the AV comment on uh, love, Love what Sandy. they did with that because that was clearly a message. Yeah. That was clearly a response to the way they've Love gotten. it. Love it. Love it. Love every step All of the way. Fires doesn't, don't do that. There was an article that came out saying that we, we or like some tweet saying we're turning on AV. Fire, you see Who? That? Some, oh my, no. I don't, I'm not I don't even going to entertain it. I don't it. even know. It was a beat writer from a different team. Probably the Rangers. Let's all be honest here. They're all still <laughs> salty over there. By the way, how how is their coach doing? I yeah. hear, dude, they're like Quinn? bad and bad. You look at all the charts, they're, yeah. they're just under bad. both versions of bad. Just bad. <laughs> it's just those all the charts. I love Myers. He should have been here the entire time. I will say, though, like there are times I'm watching him right now. He's last couple of games, I'm like, dude, like. Better than Hag. How good do you think you are? No, there are times where I feel like he's playing with too much confidence. I swear, really, yeah? I really do. Like, no, there was, he just pinches in too much, I think. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, I do see that. Caught up, man. Like, Calm down a little bit. Yeah, just do your job. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Uh, Turinsky's back up. I like Turinsky. He's a like we said before. He's a guy that you call up when you need energy, and he's up. I man. want him on my hockey team. He laid that one dude out last night, and I was oh, watching. Leading to a yeah, scoring, chance. scoring that would have been a typical Flyers goal if that went. Yeah, that would have been first, beautiful. Would, yeah. Love Turinsky. Uh, Robiev. Yeah, I thought he had a really good first game. His first game up, I thought he played well, and then he just dipped. 
again. Moran's going to go down in the conditioning thing. He just needs to play hockey. Is yeah. Robiev done? Was that his last chance? Like, let's be honest here. Yeah, uh, we have way too. Yeah, I would say we have way too many centers in the pipeline. Three years ago, we have star talent. Yeah, in the pipeline. Three years ago, no, I don't think he's done. Right now, dude. Yeah, I do. Frost is banging at the door, dude. Like, you just, everybody, I've seen people hate on people calling for Morgan Frost. Dan Silver tweeted out that he said Frost is NHL ready. And do I think Frost can come up here and play 3C for 13, 14 minutes a night? Yeah. Do I want Frost to stay down there and play top-line minutes in the NHL and continue to dominate? Yeah, I do. So, no, yes, I think Morgan Frost is ready. It's It's a weird answer. To that tweet, yes, I think Morgan Frost is ready, but no, like I don't want. Be, yeah. I, yeah, if need be, like if we're all out of fucking players, yeah, Morgan Frost obviously come up and come play, but I want Frost down there and staying until until like, God forbid, anybody in the top six goes down, or even the even if they want to call him up for that three C spot, leave him down there and let him continue to dominate. Yeah, I agree. He's the type of guy, and I like the approach the Flyers are taking with this, that you only call him up. When you know he's not going back down, like you only Agreed. call him up when he looks like he doesn't belong Agreed. there anymore. Agreed. And I saw someone. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. I saw someone a tweet. I think it was a, a Phantoms writer actually. He was saying, as soon as Joel got down here, he looked like he didn't belong. He said, Fairby. No, you know, he said Frost still looks like he belongs. And he said he doesn't mean that in a bad way. He yeah. said it's just it. Certain players take time. I did see that tweet about how like the coach was saying that there's stuff that Morgan still needs to work on in his game to be more consistent plays that he yeah. it was like plays that he can and cannot make at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. He needs to understand that. And he, Which and is he, what I was saying in the preseason. Yeah, you were saying yeah. that. And he will learn that. And like that, like the coach said, who's the coach for the Phantoms? Like the assistant? Oh, I don't know the was, assistant's name. Yeah, sorry for not knowing your name. But he said that he's a very big part of that team and he's going to be a very big part of the Flyers very soon. So, he's on a six-game point streak right now. The tie for third in the AHL for the lead, obviously. Three goals, five assists, eight points. Like, just continue to do that. Like, just, I love yeah, keep it. Keep that up. Play top-line minutes in the AHL and continue to rack up those points, and that's what he's doing. But uh, to answer your original question, sorry to cut you off again, I do think that might be Robriev's last chance. If Maybe one more because, obviously, you're not going to call Frost up for that 4C spot. So, yeah, maybe I can see Robustov not playing too well, getting sent down, and then uh, Robiev coming back up. But long-term, yeah, uh, I I don't see Robiev here, unless he can play wing. Because Frost is just better than him in every way right now. Yeah, I think, personally, that experiment's done. Yeah, I mean, he he might be the type of guy where you call him up, if you need something like in a pinch, like the yeah. way we did, but I don't see him as a guy. I don't see him being full time NHLer on our roster. I could see him. I can honestly see Robiev getting traded away, getting put in a better situation, playing with better players yeah, yeah, yeah. higher up in our lineup, and looking good because he's a skilled player. You can see it. His hockey IQ is high. He's a skilled player. He's quick. He's got a good shot. We've seen him play well before. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if he had more. More ice time, better plays to play with. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he looked better, but it's just not 
just not the predicament that we can put him in right now. He, if he's in, the, if he's on this team, he's probably playing for for fourth line minutes. Rubustov's uh, first game, he played eight minutes. That's not did ideal. You see Farabee had more ice time than Voracek by like three minutes last night. Yeah, I did see that. I saw that right before we actually started the podcast. Love to see it. Lo- yeah, you love to, you, you love to see it. You love to see it for sure. So Sanheim, my breakout guy, quote unquote, um, trips multiple times across multiple games. Puts in an own goal last night. Yeah. Uh, which it's not. It wasn't like he like banged it in or anything. He just tried getting it out. Went in. Happens, I guess. But Av after the game, his quote was, "Av on Sandheim. Sometimes you gotta let things work themselves out by putting him back there, showing him we've got faith in him. I'll give him time to work his way back. He's a real good kid, and coaches have a tendency to be behind real good kids. You gotta love that, dude. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. That is." And what I've been saying, a coach. if this guy is not panicking, we have to shut up. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. we are 13 games in. I'm tired of all the hot takes. The core is rotten. Core is rotten. Okay, if they look like this after game 60, I'll be on board with that tweet. I'll retweet your tweet saying the core is rotten. Don't tell me that after game 13. Yeah, like we'll come back on the podcast after yeah. game 60, and we will give you that credit. Insane. I'm not, I will I'm not ready. I was wrong. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if after game 60, they look like shit. But for now... You cannot judge a team off 13 games. No. And not in hockey. No, not in hockey, especially not too many games. Yeah, we were on Twitter after that Pittsburgh game pissed. Yeah. we. You can be mad about the individual game that you're watching that night. You can be pissed off that they didn't show up ready to play. Like, you're allowed oh, yeah, to. That's a game against that's, – that's fucking embarrassing, that That's game. very embarrassing. As a Flyers fan, that's embarrassing. Because, dude, I went into that game thinking, all right, our records are about even – Peng- we spent the whole offseason, Flyers fans, talking about how the Penguins are declining. So we're going into that game like, like we, ca- it kind of meant something we to should us win. as fans. Like, yeah. It meant something to us. Like We wanted to go in there and look All of Twitter was right. Penguins. Everybody was ready, like, yeah. We wanted to, if we would have beat the Penguins, Twitter would have been fun that night. Would have been really fun that yeah. night. Yeah, uh, I agree, and it was fucking embarrassing, like you said. It was, it was very it, embarrassing. You, just, you can't come out like that against a division rival. No. But it just looked... Am I ready to... To throw the towel in and and say blow the core up? No, I'm not. Like I'm yeah, I'm no. not there yet, and I don't think anybody should. People who are there yet, I think, just you need to calm down a little bit. And people also have to reword when they say, like, the core is rotten. You have to reword. You have to say the veteran core is rotten because Konechny, Lindblom, Provorov, Hart are the core. the core. Are like they are the core. That's a great point. And they're 21, 22, 23 years old. So. It's really just two scapegoat veterans everyone's bitching about, which is fine. It's fine. I get it. We haven't won shit. I'm mad, too. It's just like, and those are take the, a breath, dude. Yeah, and those are the two dudes at, in Voracek and Giroux cause that are going to get the, the, the scapegoat blame. AV called them out and said we need more from he, – he didn't just call them two out. I think people like quoted that tweet a little bit too hard. He didn't just say Giroux and Voracek. He was talking about every like all the veterans as a whole – but obviously G because he's the captain and Voracek because he's a guy who's been there for he's been here for eight years eight nine years he needs they both need to step it up Drew like I said Voracek's third in points and Drew had a goal last night so everybody saying blow the core up if you do that you're you're, you're trading Konechny you know that right because Konechny Couturier like that's the core like I don't understand that at all yeah people people are like people separate the two. It feels like it's like you have the young kids that can't be blamed for everyone, everyone loves, and then you have the old guys who are, get scapegoated. The core. Yeah. It seems like everyone hates the core, but like the core is the kids too. 
Yeah, like, let's core- be honest. TK, look at him. That's the <laughs> core. Look at Couturier. That's your core. Carter Hart, Provrov. Provrov played 28 fucking minutes last night. He looked, That's he your looked core. awesome last he played night. Ha- he plays half the game for us. That's your fucking core. It's not. It's, it's, get out. I know. No, I agree with you. It's. I don't. I think people need to. I think people need to say. Not. I mean, like the the core isn't that anymore. Like the core isn't. Like two years, two three years ago, that was the core. Literally, that's all we had in playoff games four, three four years ago against Washington. That's all we had was Voracek, Drew, and whoever's on the top line with them in the playoffs. And if you took that line away, what did you have under that? Couturier with Matt Reed and Michael Roffel. That's that was your next line. Like, yeah, if right there you're saying blow the core up, yeah. I agree. Even then, it's, the core is different then, now. It's like, how can you blame them for the incompetent? Not even the incompetence. Like, the GM willingly made the team bad. So everyone's saying like G and Jake haven't done anything. What do you expect them to do during a rebuild? Like that you can't you can't win in a rebuild. Drew had a ninety point season during like point season. during one of those yeah. years. I, I I don't understand. People ready to to ship Drew away. Wait wait a wait like two months and see how many points he has and see where we're at like i'm not ready to to say blow the core up but for, don't get me wrong. for multiple reasons because the core isn't what people think the core is if 60 games in they look like shit yeah i'll have my pitchfork out in lot f <laughs> waiting for voracek to get shipped to detroit i will i swear <laughs> to god but for now it's like we were all so excited going into the year the team probably deserved to lose three games the all the games have been fun except for those three games we just got to chill and take a breath because every single game, it seems like we're on Twitter saying they should have won this game. But when they lose, it seems like there's there's half saying we should have won. Team played great. And then there's half saying just cores rod. Yeah, like we don't want to be that podcast where we're just sitting here defending the team with defending the team till death. Like, oh, the team can do no wrong. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that we don't think this cool. We don't think right now is the perfect time to start like to overreact. But it's basically what we're trying we to say. We haven't seen this hockey team at their best yet. No, and we haven't. I mean, yeah, we've seen them at the worst. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Pittsburgh was probably their worst, but we've They're seen them. Build. We've seen them play good hockey. It's a That's new regime. Thing. It's a new coach. He is still working kinks out with this team. You can see it. Like Danny said, I'm not going to start panicking until AV starts panicking. And there's no there's no reason to because we just kept up with the Maple Leafs last night. We looked good. Like we brought that game to overtime with the Maple Leafs last Should've night. Should have won it. And no Should've matter what you say about the Maple Leafs, yeah, they didn't look that good right now. But they are a Stanley Cup contender. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like that's a good team. Any team with Austin Matthews, Marner, Kapanen, Nylander, Kadri, Tyson Berry, uh, not Kadri, Tyson Berry. Frederick Anderson is a good goaltender. Frederick Anderson, he's a very good goaltender. Any team with those players on it can snap at any point. And if you, we can, we we should have won that fucking game because half some of those goals shouldn't have went in because some of those goals were shitty. Uh, oh, I was saying this to you. It seems like every goal we've been letting in is just like. Bounce. That's like, the one that goes in. Yeah, I it know. seems, bro. It it seems like we always get scored on first. First <laughs> off, yeah, you texted me. You were within like, five minutes, especially on the road. It's a given. It's a given on the road. We're getting potted on in the first six minutes. Whether or not we re- we respond, which we did in that Devils game, which was cool. Limbaum, quick snipe, dirty dude. You, did you see that shot? Like he just flicked the wrist, just top left yeah. cheese. Like Fly- he is good. We, a lot of flyers don't elevate that puck. <laughs> no, I texted you after that game. 
And that's a conversation that I want to have right now. I don't know if you have anything else to get off your show. What do we have in Oscar Limbaugh? Like, is it too too soon to start talking about what we have in Oscar Limbaugh? I, I was going to say this in my text response to you, but I wanted to save it for the pod. He is what we thought he would be. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, when we... Because, dude, the hype around him coming into his debut and everything. Yeah. We watched his Swedish highlights. We've been watching those games. He's like, did he play any World Juniors? Yeah, mm, huh? yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure. Well, it yeah. was a long time ago. He yeah. got drafted in 2014. Yeah. So... He uh, was a project, obviously, because of his skating, but... But we knew he was going to be... Man, he's good. Man, he's really good. He's the type of guy that's just been getting better and better every year. And he's the type of player that's like, what is he going to be like when he's in his prime? I know. TK I, as well. He's a, he's an exciting player. And I'm going to go through uh, the top five right now. The top five in scoring on the Flyers right now. TK, Limblom, Voracek, Drew, Coots. TK, six goals, eight assists, 14 points in 13 games. Travis Konechny has 14 points in 13 games. They have been carrying this team. They have been the actual first line. Yes, 100%. Anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. Hold on. Limblom, seven goals, four assists, 11 points, 13 games. Voracek, four goals, seven assists, 11 points, 13 games, obviously. Couturier, uh, no, Couturier wasn't next. Couturier is fifth. Giroux is the fourth highest scorer on the team with three goals, six assists, nine points, 13 games. And then Coots is three goals, six assists. Nine. I feel like Coots has more than that because that line is just so good. I guess it's just uh, Limblom and Konechny yeah. bracking those points up. But Wait, that line is – Eventually it's going to – it's been yeah. Limblom and Konechny's show. Eventually it's going to turn to where they're feeding. That it's line's that just line, so good. Yeah. And like you – and we can get into it now after I just got done – Reading those stats. The statistics? Yeah. No, not even that. That line is the first line. No, yeah, yeah, 100%. And the second power play unit is the first power play unit. Yeah. They just can't say it because the other guys make 8 mil. But that's neither here nor there. Let's go through the top three lines in the NHL in terms of expected goals per 60. Don't even come at me with this cherry pick stat bullshit. This is not. This is an actual stat. You know what I mean? This isn't some, like, hockeyviz.com, me trying yeah. to pull some shit out yeah. of my hat. Yeah. You... Listen to this. Um... Top three lines. Third place, Keller, Stepan, Kessel with the Coyotes. Yeah, that's dirty. <laughs> okay. Second, Marcheseau, Carlson Smith with Vegas. Yeah, they're really good. Number one in the NHL is Lindblom, Couturier, Konechny with 3.77 expected goals per 60. <laughs> the highest in the NHL. That's higher than the – I know the Landeskog. Like, Landeskog's hurt. Rattanen's hurt. It's higher than them, too. I believe – they haven't been together because they've been It hurt. is, in fact... It's number one. It is 1.12 higher than the Landis Cog line. And guess what? You don't even have to pull that stat up for me, like, to, to realize to that. You. Like, you can just go watch the fucking games and you'll you'll be like, holy shit. There this- are times I'm watching that line where the puck goes into our zone and then I see what line's on the ice and I'm like, okay, that'll be out in five seconds. And then they get in the zone I'm like, they'll be in until they change. Yeah. Every time they're in until they change. There are times I watch that line and I'm like, "Is this like the best line in the NHL?" I like I have to think, like, is this one of the best lines in the NHL? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, yeah, it is. Yeah, but I it's, agree. It's, it's 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 not even an argument right now. I don't think it's an argument right now to say that that Couturier, Konechny, and Limblom's line is one of the best lines in the league. And they're all- easily. All three of them are criminally underrated in terms of like 
the view the league's viewpoint. Like because the Flyers is underrated because the team overall nobody knows who Limblom yeah. is outside of Philadelphia. I mean, like obviously hardcore hockey yeah. fans do, but the casual fan they'll no, this yeah, is some no. rando. Yeah, you know, and Konechny, he's probably more more of the well known ones, but still, I don't think people realize what he is putting together this year right now. He's I don't know what he's on pace for, but Konechny he's six point per game point per game fourteen points in thirteen games. If you would have told me that when he was hold, not holding out, but like when he didn't even have a fucking contract, I would have been like, uh, "Like give him seven. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not even that. If if you came to me while he didn't have a contract, and you're like, "Yeah, Kennedy's going to sign for a really good deal, and then have 14 points in 13 games to start the season," I would kiss you on your mouth if you told me that, dude. Are you kidding me? You you're, ta- you're taking that all day. He's the best. He's the best player on the team right now. If if you're not Saying Couturier or Limblom is, and if you would have told me Limblom would explode for seven goals, the first thirteen games, you fucking kidding me? He's the kind of player where it's I call this the Giroux effect. Wherever he gets the puck, you know something's gonna happen. He's and just so it, it smart. Always, for the last six years, the only flyer that had that was Giroux. Every time he got the puck, I knew something was gonna happen. This year, it is less Giroux, more Konechny. Every time Konechny gets the puck, I I am more confident Konechny to make a play than any other flyer on the team. And right I have now, right now. Yeah, and I have more, and I have even more confidence in that Giroux's gonna finally get there. He's gonna, he's called Giroux. Like he's not, not yeah. gonna go. He's, you know what I mean? He's much, not not gonna get there. For as much like flack as the vets have got, I mean, nine points in fourteen games is not that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Voracek. I don't think Voracek stats are that bad. Four goals, seven assists, eleven points, and thirteen Dude, games. Dude, like. As much as we complain about him, because yes, he does turn it over all the time. Yes, he is very frustrating to watch. He's still putting up points. That's what makes him attractive in a trade. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm fine with trading Warcha. Uh, Actually, here's another. A lot of people think it's so. I don't think I. I, I want to say easier this. said than done, though. That's that's what I was just. Gonna, I want to say this. People think teams are lining up to take Jake Warcheck. They're not. I got news for you. Just like teams weren't lining up to take Wayne Simmons, they're not lining up to take Jake Voracek. It's not because of his production. It's not because of his turnovers. It's not because of that. It's because of his contract. Yeah, you would have to trade for a guy with another high, like cap hit. Or yeah, or you have to be tr- like like a salary dump thing, like the exactly. Blues with yeah. Laterra, like yeah, that's exactly. Deal. So somebody that has a contract like that, like a hypothetical trade, would be you send Jake to Dallas. For Ben, I don't Ben. Think, I don't think they're doing. I'm that. just saying, like that's what you would have to do yeah. because Ben has that crazy yeah, contract. No one would ever trade a star player for it, Jake Voracek. I mean, it's 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 hard because he still puts up points. So you can't like he'll if if he was listening to us right now, he would block the fucking podcast. Like, he already he tell, has me blocked. Yeah, he Fine. has me blocked too. But he 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 probably would say, "What else do you want? I have 11 points in 13 games." It's all about him laughing. The laughing thing. We did not get into this at all because this was the talk of Twitter for a whole entire day. Apparently when AV was calling out the team, um, one of the uh, – his name is blanking me right now, but one of the beat reporters said that Voracek was laughing and then proceeded to leave the room after laughing. What do you make of that? I, 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 bullshit? I think we talked about it, but I just – I don't. Yeah, bullshit. I, Jake Voracek's not gonna laugh at his coach in the if middle of the. If that actually happened, it'd be a bigger story. Yeah, it'd be huge. Yeah, if it actually happened. Yeah. Like if it wasn't just word of mouth from this guy, because you you have other beat reporters who work in that same locker room say that they didn't see that. 
You know what I mean? People fucking suck. I can see why Jake hates the media. media. I can see why Jake fucking blocks people. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Trading block Flyers fans too. Every time he gets the puck, shoot. <laughs> it's true. That guy turned into rip it. You hear him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rip it. I mean, that'd be also the game anyway. So I can't even get that man at him for sure. Just Especially awesome. on power play one, because Screaming, that is dude. past central. They moved Giroux to the left wall, and what do you know? Bang, two for two on the power play in the first period. Yeah, dude. bang, just like that. Put, that is his home. He's been there since he's been on the fucking team i just want put him leave him the fuck there just leave him on the wall please don't understand now if you want to do a thing where if if we got five power plays in the game for four of them if you want to keep him in normal spot maybe for like a little shake up yeah to move around fine. ice shit that switch can't be shit the up. default though <laughs> that, that has to be the shake up you know what i mean that no, can't I agree. be the default no i agree with you 100%. Um, let's get in you did not like marner's goal on elliot you thought it was very <laughs> i don't I don't want to bash Elliot because, yeah, that was a extremely hard goal to stop. Mitch Marner is Mitch Marner. I mean, to I mean, you got to respect Mitch Marner when he comes in on tight with bad you. Turnover. So, obviously, Elliot was yeah bad turnover. Obviously, Elliot had to respect Marner coming, flying in on him. So, he had to hug the post, stay there, and then Marner is quick. He's good on his skates, probably one of the best skaters in the league, wrapped around the net and scored. But It, <sighs> it was a combination of... I think yeah, it, was, it more, was a skilled play, yeah. but it was also like th- the way we just played to let up a goal yeah. like that, it takes the air out I of the I was pissed. Yeah, yeah, I was pissed. And I think it was more of me. It was more me in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, man, I was like, dude, come the fuck on. Like, all you got to do is slide to, like, slide your path. Like, everyone in the arena knew where he was going, man. Like, just slide as far as you fucking can. I know. And he, he, he didn't elevate it, right? He kind of just slid yeah, it in. Like, all you it. had to do was just slide your pad or just have your pad on the post while you're hugging the post. I don't know. I hate to say it. It's but easier said. It's easy. Obviously, Carter I said. Carter Hart might have made that save. But yeah. I mean. But Carter Hart also. People always say that. Like, every goal Elliot lets in, it's like Hart would have saved that. But there are also saves Elliot did that, for some reason, Hart's not saving right now. Like, those up-high yeah. wrist shots. Hart's been getting cooked on the do you know, on the far side yeah, wrist shots. Bad. Do you know what my take on Carter Hart is right now? I'm going to say this. I think he, because he's such a sound goalie and, like, he's known for his positioning, if he's off that positioning by, like, a little bit, then, like, that's when the goals come. And hopefully he can yeah, his just... his angles are off. His angle, yeah. And people were talking about that in... Chi- not Chicago, in Prague. When he got lit the fuck up against that team. I don't even know that team. Uh, Lusane. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people were L- saying... Lausanne. Oh, it was, uh, Lausanne. Yeah, right. I'm sorry if we butchered that. We've been, we've been butchering we've that. We've been butchering that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. But people were saying it's a bigger rank, it's a bigger net. Like his positioning is off. And maybe he's never recovered from that. I don't know. I'm not worried about Carter Hart personally. But not worried about him. That's this, just this my take, happens. maybe. And this yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. He just looks off. He just like looks like he's not comfortable. He and started slow last year in the AHL, remember? Yeah, he did. So like, I'm not worried about Carter. I'm not worried about yeah. him. And for the people who, and I, I hate to, sp- I don't want to spend my whole time like bitching about the way fans think. Yeah, because, I mean, we can talk about that all day because I bitch yeah, about it yeah, too. Yeah. But you, nobody in their right, like if if anyone is giving up on him, like you're just stupid. It's just that simple. Like, you're just stupid. We put all of our eggs in this basket. I wouldn't say they're stupid. I would just say they're fed up. Like, they're just tired. I I mean, like, it's weird because I sit here and I say, yeah, I'm not going to give up on Carter Hart. But then I look at, like, people who aren't as, as invested in the Flyers as me, and they're just, like, another goalie. 
not working out. And I know people. I'm not saying he's not. That's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying other people are saying, oh, he's not gonna work out. He's 21 years old. That's because they've been hearing all the hype. Like the casual Exa- fans. That's exactly what it is. They, he's not. Been oh, there. like he's just. He's just the best junior goalie ever. Blah blah blah. His first full years, the Flyers. Like it's that. And can I blame people for thinking like that? No, people aren't as invested in hockey as we are. So like they don't talk about it. They don't have opinions that they agree. You know what I mean? Like they don't see things on Twitter. They don't. They don't follow the team as hard. They just see oh. Carhartt just got pulled in the first period. Just let four goals up. Oh, he fucking sucks. Like, can I blame a dude? Can I blame somebody for for being upset at that? Can I get mad at somebody for saying, "Oh, Hart sucks"? Yeah, Hart sucks right now. Like, he's not a good goalie right now. Yeah, he's. Am I worried about Carter Hart long term? No, because I I know I have more of a I have more of an idea of what Carter Hart is from the last year than I do now. Like, it's thirteen games in the season. I've seen him shot out. I saw him shot out the Devils. In the first week of the season, I've seen him save forty shots against Nashville last year and win a game. Jack Hughes, Taylor Hall, Nico Heischer, all in the shootout. Yeah, I I've seen him rob the Canucks last year and that. Like I I've seen him do. I have a better idea of what Carter Hart is from last year. I have a more I have a better sample size in Carter Hart than I do right now. If you were to compare Carter Hart from last year to grab Carter Hart from these first thirteen games and you're if you're throwing Carter Hart in the trash already, then like you then no. Yeah, like it just do, doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, this goes back to the whole thing where I say you can't judge the season on the first 20 games because they're so young. This is what you sign up for when you put all your eggs in the basket of a 21-year-old goaltender. Inconsistency, it takes time to figure it out. And guess what? He looked good Friday. He had a good game Friday. On that delayed, it's been good, too. So like, it's Yeah, on that delayed penalty against New Jersey, I think it was one of the first penalties we took. And I don't know what devil it was, but he took a wrist shot right in the slot and heart glove saved. Like, that was, like, I feel like that goes... Over people's heads because it was a delayed penalty. Like, it, like the play doesn't matter to people yeah. because it's, if that wasn't a delayed penalty and he made the same save, I bet you it was all over NHL Network, dude. He glove saved like it was a beautiful save. Like, that, that that was a goal. That was a twine seeking shot that was probably hitting the back of the net. That he's he looked good Friday, and to bounce back like he looked when he took over for Elliott against Pittsburgh. And he didn't let any goals in. I felt like that was a confidence boost for him. I definitely, I definitely like, thought hey, that I was a huge. Step yeah, I didn't let four goals in. Like, okay, I feel for better about myself. See, for him to see, especially for a young guy, and I, I'm not worried about his confidence. I know he's a different breed. He's incredible. Not worried about his confidence. Not worried about him mentally. No. Um, but I think for him to see Brian Elliott have a game like he was having, and then get pulled, and have him be the one to be yeah. the savior to come in. Yeah. I think that gave him the boost to to know like. It's not just him, you know. Like, yeah, it's not it happens him. to every goalie, yeah. man. And what kind of Flyers fan am I if I'm gonna just throw Carter, like, to say, "Oh, I'm done with Carter Hart, fuck Carter." Like, no, it's just it's not how things work. Because I'm sorry, I guarantee you, in two three weeks, you're gonna have a different opinion about Carter Hart. I guarantee. If we, I already do, if he we make good. the playoffs this year. It will be because of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If that's a big if, but. Like I said, one last time I'm going to say he looked good Friday. He won us the game. Like, he was the goalie that was in the game that we won. What's the problem? Like he I don't know. I don't know. And we always expect the overreaction after losses. But like this has gone in for this whole week now. Dude, people were l- seriously like ready to give up on Hart. Like I've seen comments about people 
literally throwing heart out the window. And yeah, maybe we shouldn't entertain every comment that we see, but like I just want to get that out there. Do not give up on Carter Hart. He's still he's still huge. Let's talk about Provorov. I I, I love this game yesterday. I think he's back to where he is. Yeah, he's he looked, had some rough patches, but that 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 happens when you're 23 and you play 28 minutes a night. Yeah, it he's, just happens. He's and playing he, on PP one. And like I know we were, were against it. I I like it. I like it. I'm wrong. I'll admit. I'm. I'm I will admit. We were wrong. I was yeah. wrong on that. We I were was both wrong, wrong in the sense where I was saying I didn't want them to put him there just because he got this new deal. But you did. They, yeah. They put him in there, and he looks like the looks, best guy looks, for the job. Looks better than uh, yeah. Ghost. And I was wrong about that. I I said he looks. No, I was wrong too. I, he looks way better quarterback in a power play than I thought he would be. Dude, I remember us saying there's no way Provorov should be on the power play. Maybe like, the, bro, I remember saying yeah. Sanheim should be the quarterback because Provorov can't po- uh, power play a quarterback as well as Sanheim. But l- it just you don't know hockey's fucking weird. Yeah, and you have to admit when you're wrong. And we both admit, yeah, we were both wrong. P- <laughs> Provorov looks good. What he's doing right now. I think the reason why we thought he wouldn't be the best was because for a while there he was quarterbacking. The bad power play two unit, like for the last couple of years. <laughs> that power play two yeah, unit hasn't power, been hasn't anything. Scored. And now they're the best. When's That's the like, last time the power play two has been the best power play on this team? Well, right now. When's the last time you've seen a power play two look this good? Remember, remember growing up in high school saying, "I or if only we had if trash. only we had a power play two. If only we had something behind this Drew." Power play that is one of the best in the league. Only I mean, it was like Jake and Atkinson, Jordan Wheel Matt playing. Reed. It was so bad. And now, and power play two is better than power play one right now. They are playing better hockey. Or I will say they are just as big of a threat to score as power play. Agreed. One, if not, that's, a, that's, yeah. even, that's an even better way to put it. They are more of a threat to score. Yeah, exactly. Right now, and then power play one. I is. would like to see them because you know how most power plays go like. Minute 20 for PP1, 40 seconds yeah. for the last unit, or it's like a minute, minute sometimes. I want to see Power Play 2 get start. The, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, we're AV's been doing so good with this accountability thing. Yeah, I feel like this would be a big way to show accountability. I like, don't hey, know, you're li- <laughs> but uh, I also don't want him to just dump on my yeah. veterans, you know what I mean? But Obviously, like, yeah. I mean, like, I think it's really funny timing because I've been complaining about Power Play 1 for the last two weeks, and, as they, you and then, then they scored two yesterday. So yeah, because they made the change that we bitched about for two weeks about Drew on the yeah. wall. Yeah, and then Provorov on the point. Yeah, I mean they changed things up. They scored two yesterday. Keep it fucking rolling. Like keep it. Like if they're scoring, and then power play two is scoring, let's roll. Like okay, then we're getting something going. Especially get Drew going because that's where Drew's most of Drew's points come from is the power play. So if that power play is rolling, and then you got Travis Konechny, Couturier, and Limblom on the next power play, come on, dude. Like that's this that's is the awesome. first year where we look at those veterans and we're worried about them and not the rest of the team. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I was just gonna bring that up. It's the first year that I that the start of this. I'm like like we said. It's we're not saying it for the entirety of the season. We're not saying oh Drew and Vorchek are cooked. Like they're still putting up points, but we're saying right now. It's the first time that we can look at each other in our eyes and how long and say these kids are finally like they're here. These kids are here. They are the core. Like they, they're idea. the core. These kids are this the future of this team. Drew, yeah, Drew can still be Drew while these kids can be the future of this team. Like, it, like it can coheat. Like, it can go yeah. together. Like, actually, I think it's it's beautiful that we have both. I love How it. How many teams have 
like an up and coming core. Com- That's why AV said this team's in the right spot. We have an up and coming <laughs> core. Team's just and now we're, I'm right. gonna pump the brakes because I I I hyped this team up <laughs> yeah. last Sunday. I'm and done hyping this team up. my teeth in for it. So, <laughs> but they are kind of in the right spot in that sense where they have the young core. And by young core, we don't mean like they're not even 18 anymore. Like these kids are like 22, 23. They're at the point now where they they should be going on getting their playoff runs under their belt. And you have that mixed in with Voracek and G were always those guys where you were like, all right, but we know they'll get going. We know they'll get their 80, 60, 70 points. We know, like, we're not worried about G and J. It was always the Jason Atkinson's, the Matt. Yeah, like, we're, we're always, about. we need. This is the first year where we're like, like, the, the whole other part of the team has started fast. It's like, dude, it's just you guys who are still starting slow. Like. There's, you know what I mean? There's no yeah. excuse anymore. It, it, isn't that kind of like... Yeah. That's where the people come in. That's where that comes in. The people who are saying we need to and trade. I get it. Like, I get it, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say... I, like, I'm like i not going to sit here and be like, oh, fuck you. Like, I, I don't see that. No, I see that. Like The two dudes who haven't started as hot as the other guys are Drew and Voracek. But they, they're JVR still... Poor, JVR too. Yeah, I can see that. But guess what? They're going to... That's what happens when you have depth. When Pete, when your star, not yeah, I don't know star play, yeah, star players. Drew, Drew, yeah, they're stars. I don't know what I'm talking about. When your star players don't start too hot, you need depth to come up and help them. And trust me, Drew, like I said before, Drew's gonna come around. Like we said before in the podcast, Vorchek has 11 points in 13 games. Like, I honestly would not have guessed that. No, I no. really if, wouldn't have. I if, probably would have guessed I, like seven points. If I didn't, if I didn't grab these stats, and I was like, "Tell me how many points Jake Borchek has," I'm, I would literally sit here and be like, "I think he has five points." I don't really remember Jake scoring. Yeah, I remember a four couple goals. garbage time goals. When, where did Jake's four goals come from? He had a, he had a garbage time. No, he had the tying goal at Edmonton. Yeah, to make it one one. Yeah, it was the West Coast trip that he kind of potted a couple, oh right? Yeah, I'm like really struggling to remember. Because I saw goals. four goals and I was like, "When the oh, fuck had, did he, he score that?" Columbus, the one that like went yeah, yeah, on the guy's shoulder. I remember them. I remember uh, them now because I looked them up. But at the time, I was like, "When the fuck did he score four goals?" <laughs> Let's preview this upcoming schedule real quick. Um, so we talked about this. This is very, and we said this last week. Like, the next hard game. week, hard week, yeah. hard week. But this week, yeah, the next game's hard, dude. This this week is. The next five games really scare me. The ne- yeah, this podcast could be completely a completely different vibe next next week. Flyers Twitter could be a completely different vibe next week. And guess what? This team could be completely different next week because Chuck has shown us in just these first thirteen games that he's not afraid to make changes when shit goes down. That's why it's not the same old Flyers. Exactly. To the, pe- to the people that say that, it's like the Flyers play that game in Pit- Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Who's the first one to come out of the lineup? Konechny, Sanheim, Lindblom, one of them, right? Agreed. If it was with Hacks, agreed. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's one of them. Yeah, Ghost Dude, is I, Ghost is watching the game from the, the press box. He calls out the veterans. Yeah. and calls out the kids. Love it. It's it's night and day. It's it's just, it's just night and day. It's it's polar opposites of the, what we had prior. It's funny because Josh Bright tweeted out something about like, I'm not used to this, and then I tweeted out with the TYL account. I was like, I don't think it's. I forget what he said. Josh, I forget what you said, but I remember replying saying, we're just not used to having a coach that knows what he's doing. Or, 
Uh, or, I say or a GM, but Hextall knew what he was doing. In, in Hextall knew what he was doing with the drafting and all that, but to make a team, he didn't know. I mean, he signed Dale Weiss, and he so said Dale Weiss can score 20. Get the fuck out of here. But, like I said, we've seen Chuck make the changes that he has to make. Doesn't waste any time. We got embarrassed in Pittsburgh. And what does he do? Verbrev, you're out. Morin, you're out. Go play some hockey in uh, the AHL. Myers, you're up. Robustov, you're up. Terency, you're back. You played well. Come back. Get this fucking team going. Energize. Hits. He was scored last night, like we mentioned. I love the Terensky one because he, it shows, like... Having that kid... Like, I don't want that kid to be upset that he got sent down. Like, yeah, yeah. Pull that, right back up. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. I also love, like... It sends a message to everyone in the organization, like... If you get sent down, it's not a death sentence. Now, Work is that your something? Ass off and you'll be back. Yeah, is that something to worry about? Like, do you worry that he's too quick with it? He's no. They no? said they said there would be a lot of roster movement. Yeah, I did. But I, I'm a, I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah, here. Yeah. Do you think that like say we get God forbid, say we get blown out against who do we verse next? Uh, fucking Carolina. Who, Carolina. Oh, uh, say we get trashed by Carolina, which is a it's a possibility that we. They're a good team. Lose to Great Carolina. Team. Carolina's a good team. We get trashed by Carolina, hypothetically. Does he make a move again? Like, does somebody... Like, does he... I don't know. Like, we don't know, but... To what point is what I'm trying to say? At, where, where where do we draw the line? Where Where's the line cut from make a move to... All right, now you're making too many moves every time something goes wrong. Sometimes teams need to, like, go through that shit together... To come out of it, you know what I mean? Like, where do you draw that line? There, there's, I don't even know if it's a line. It's just these guys all interchangeable to me. You can call them up, send them down because yeah, they're all older. They're not 18, 19 year old kids, and they're let's be honest, like we all think they're going to be good, but they're not going to be stars. You know what I mean? Like we all like these are good prospects, but they're not going to be. You know what's a good comparable with that with what you just said? They're they're interchangeable players, but they're not stars. You want to. When Faraby was called up, what did A.V. say about Faraby? He's a skilled kid. I'm not going to call him up and have him play fourth line minutes. He's going to be put in a place mm. to succeed. What did he do? He was on power play one with Giroux and all that. He's on the first line. He's on the first line now. And Robusta is playing fourth line minutes, so it's different. It, you can just tell it's different. Like They, they know Faraby is going to be Faraby. And that's guess what? That's why Morgan Frost didn't get the call up. That's why Robusta is up. I'm going to finish my point right yeah. now. Is, is, it's that's the only line where I draw it. it if, if I was drawing a hypothetical line, there's every player in this prospect pool under it, and then there's just Morgan Frost above it. And not, like, in terms of ranking, in terms of they know what Farabee offers. They know what Farabee is. They know he's NHL ready. They know Myers, Rusov, Torinsky. They know they're all NHL ready. They've seen them in camp preseason. They know this. Yeah, like they, they know they can yeah. slot in. The only line I draw is if you get blown out against Carolina, do not panic call up Frost. That's the one thing. You can panic, call up, and interchange these guys all you want, especially with the cap. Yeah. Do not rush Frost. My yeah, my worst my worst nightmare right now is if we get blown out again, and he calls up Frost and Frost plays eight minutes on the first line. It won't happen. I'm just I'm, you, I'm yeah. just saying that that's like yeah. that's the worst nightmare if you're a Flyers fan. If it's F- Morgan Frost gets called up, you're hype. I'm gonna be hype as shit if I see that that message on my phone. <laughs> you're hype as shit. And he plays eight minutes. This is not what you want. You want him staying down there. Real but quick. to move on to the yeah. – let's finally get to the schedule yeah, upcoming. We're going to run through this very quickly. Um, so we got two more home games left. Tuesday, Thursday, 
Tuesdays against Carolina at seven. Thursdays against Montreal at seven. Carolina well, is, I believe, second in the Metro. Yeah, they're team. Good. They're very Made good it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. No slouch. One of those teams I said gets under my skin because they got voted the best fan base in the NHL. Did you see that? Yeah, in terms of NBC Sports? Yeah. That was a fucking joke. Because two years ago, <laughs> they were the laughing stock of the league in terms of fans and, like, every, everything. Yeah, I don't think... The, uh, like, no one... Nashville should No one won. wanted to watch a Hurricanes game two years ago. A year and a half ago, dude. Ever. Like, a year Except, and a half yeah. ago. I mean, like, don't get us wrong. Like, they're a good team. Their fans are obviously behind them now because, like, if your team's good, you're going to get behind them, but... Like, Nashville has better fans than Carolina right now. Like, Nashville fans are fucking awesome. Like, they should have won or something like that. Like, that's just, that's crazy. So, this is a hard game. Probably going to be harder than the Leafs game. I swear to God, it's going to be harder than the Leafs game. For, no, not even a question because guess what? They're playing better hockey than the Leafs. The Leafs are not playing good hockey le- yeah, right no. now. And they lost to And honestly, we should have won last night. It, it, it's a disappointment that we didn't win last night. I was really upset about it. And it, like, like I said to you, if you would have told me we got a point before the game, I would have been happy. Yeah. But if you would have, if we, if I saw we got a point after I saw the way we played, yeah. I'm unhappy about it. Montreal on Thursday after that. Montreal, it's a home game. So, like, I, if it was at Montreal, I would chalk that as an L immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly would. I swear to God. But it's, it's at home, so who knows. Uh, Montreal is also a good team. Yeah. A lot of good young They're talent. They're fast young. Carey yeah. Price can win a game on any given day. For sure. Um, now, here's what really scares me, and this is another reason why I was really upset about that loss to Toronto. Because we versed them Saturday night, our house. Mm-hmm. We just lost. And we gotta, we, we gotta go we gotta to theirs there, next yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say and that. And we gotta go to theirs next Saturday. That's gonna be a hard fucking game. What time's that game? Seven o'clock Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. Prime, hockey night in Canada. I'm sure. I'm it's sure a, it's like a yeah. It's a bunk night. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. The reason why that scares me is because for, it's it's one thing to have this team at home. It's another to have them on the road. It's it's hard to go there. And yeah, win. and. Yeah. That's it's not even that game I'm so worried about. It's the back to back. It's a back to back. You know that. Yeah, I do. And you know the Sunday game. I don't know who it is. I know like we have a back to back. So it's at Toronto, seven o'clock Sunday. We're gonna come in. We're gonna do our pod. Birds by week, big dub. And then we're gonna come in here, Boston at Boston <laughs> in TD Garden, seven o'clock after playing in Toronto. So as we were, what we were saying about like in a week we could be in that, a completely yeah. different mood about this team in more Ooh. ways than one. Could you imagine if we come out of that? So so then from today Sunday, go to next Sunday. How many games did we play? How many games would we have played? So we have we have Carolina we have three, games, three games in between our next episode. Three. So if we come out of like two and one, fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even gonna like say that because remember we did the with with the back-to-backs with the calgary yeah. and edmonton we yeah. said just just win Jesus. one of them. It, it was true though both. it was true <laughs> yeah, though. i know it was true but like, like, it's not like we're i feel like i'm reversed I, jinxing these yeah motherfuckers. but it's not like we're saying it's not like we're sitting here saying oh they're gonna win two and one we're like say, we're the best case scenario is yeah. that we need to win two out of the the three we need to the way i look at it there's three games three times two is six so is this possible six points i know math whiz over here <laughs> five out of the six, four out of the six. Like the way I looked at it last night, I was three out of four. Is good. I was feeling good about myself last night, so I texted you and I was like, "I'm not that mad at this loss." The eleven rounds in the shootout, fuck the shootout. Anytime a game goes into the shootout, the game goes out the the window to me. It's a fucking skills competition. I'm not just saying that because we lost, like we said before. We just sound salty right now, but would have said the, said the well, same I thing after the jersey. <laughs> you know, I am, yeah. yeah. But the the we got. 
three out of the four possible points in, the, in those back-to-backs. So if you would have told me, yeah, we got three out of the four possible points. In New Jersey at home against After, Toronto, I would have been happy about yeah, it, I know. I know, yeah. But, but like, I, I understand where you're coming from in the frustration of that game. I like it, yeah. I understand both sides. Like I'm not going to sit here and say I don't. I'm, like, I do. I, I understand. It's not the right it's now. It's not ideal. It's the fact that if you lose this game, it makes that back-to-back Toronto-Boston, like, not, I wouldn't say crucial. This isn't an Eagles schedule, but like yeah. it makes hockey's it more different important. than football it makes schedule. It more important games. That's what I want to say as like you do want to win every game, but you can't. Yeah, yeah you just, can't. So the the league they give us the worst schedule in October. They say go to Europe. They said they, they fuck say, you. They say barely play at home. They said you know what? Did you on see- the road all the time, and then when you come back to home, let's give you Toronto, Carolina, Montreal, Toronto again. Boston, Washington. Yeah, have what fun. What the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, my God, dude. Did you see that stat? I was watching the game Friday. Jim Jackson was talking about The Devils were home for 19 games. I mean, for 19 days. They were home for 19 days straight. That is... And they lost who like the fuck, one of them. Who the fuck makes the schedule? Seriously. who? Do like, it, it's, it's more complicated how? than that. Does it's, that happen? It has a lot to do with... The fact that it, it's intricate shit. I know like, it is, but I'm just like, that's Wells annoying. Fargo Center, like, you know, like during Christmas, we always go on a road trip. That's because yeah. we always have, like, yeah. the, the shit on the I know, ice, I know, yeah, I know. That, that's just the boomer coming out of me, bro. That's <laughs> 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 just the boomer coming out. Like, but, like, how does that, like, 18 days in the same spot? Like, that's not good. That's not good at all. All but, right, let's, let's get here to wrap it up a little bit here. We've been going for a long time. This, <laughs> yeah. might been, this is probably our longest episode. I know. Since the first one. I know, bro. I'm just <laughs> this just team. Passionate. This team takes it's so been much. A long out. week. That's why we're. This is a long fucking episode for a long week. This, this team takes so much out of me, man. It's dark as shit out already, too. I know. Yeah, daylight <laughs> savings time. It's already. I've never. We haven't recorded a podcast episode in the dark. Like, no. It's usually in the morning. I kind of <laughs> like it though. It's a cool yeah, vibe. Vibe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we really gotta wrap this up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um. So. Two home games. Uh, just give me your best effort. I want heart against both. I want heart against both of them. I want heart against Ew, Carolina and Montreal. Montreal. Both okay. home games. Run it. And then, yeah, and then split the back to back. Confidence up. And then split the back to back. Either way, either way, you want to split the back to back. The back to back is terrifying. Uh, whoever's in net, like playing in Toronto, playing in Boston. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be hard, dude. It's gonna be hard. It'll be hard, and then then home against Washington. Wednesday night rivalry. Yeah, Doc Emery. Let's get it. Definitely agree with Hart going uh, against Carolina for sure. Follow us on Twitter at the T at TYL. Follow Danny on Twitter at TYL Danny. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Stumps. This was episode seventeen of the Liberty L. Go Flyers. Go Flyers.